I'm Sarah. Hey. Welcome to Encounters. Sunday morning. I'm Sarah. Hey, Sarah. How you doing? The show where I look behind the strange world of online personal ads. What is their story? Who are these people? So subscribe and join me on this journey. You never know who you might meet next. Hello? turned 40, I've lost my inspiration, I have no joy. I'm having a hard time. What am I doing trying to make the films that I used to make? What if I make a documentary? And this is where you come in. I have no idea what I'm stepping into. Aaron, is that you? You are inspiring feelings in me. I don't know what to do. Oh my God, this is going to be a good day. I'm very excited about it, Sunday morning. Are you ready to go? Wow, you're a tough nut to crack. Wow. Wow. That was uh, the first time I've ever day. seen that trailer. Today is going to be a good day. Was that the first time you've seen the trailer? Yeah, I, I'm not really a big trailer person. Like, I don't know. Honestly, I kind of avoid trailers. So anytime we played one before an episode, it's my first time seeing it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So, hey, guys. Welcome back to the Doy. Welcome back to another boner episode of uh, boner. the podcast. And if you listen to our last episode of the Boner Podcasts, then you know we mentioned potentially doing Creep. But you might be asking yourself, wait, 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 did I miss a Boner episode? <laughs> Why are we on Creep 2? Why is there not a Boner for Creep 1? Because Edward is a Boner and doesn't isn't too fond of creep one so i threw the idea out to Haley. i was like hey i want to talk about creep two and we'll talk about creep one but i really want to focus on creep two because i think far and away bar none hands down creep two is the superior film of the two uh, and i've always said i prefer creep two over creep one so i i can't be too upset about that but let's talk a little bit about Creep 1 because I feel like some people would feel it's incomplete. It's You can't have Creep 2 without Creep 1, even though it's not called Creep 1, it's just called Creep. I threw out the idea of naming the episode Creep 1 plus 2, but you uh, said no. It's going to be called Patrick Bryce's Creep 2. Right. So Haley was you know, very suggestive. Well, I had seen Creep a while back. But no, no. Yeah, too far away. <laughs> Back to even remember it, I would say. Yeah, and so I was like, "Yeah, like I wanna, I wanna get comfy because you can't keep moving it. I, know. I, know. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna, you know, really go back and marathon these things, and because they're short, they're short, they're to the point. We didn't marathon them, but we did. I think creep one Thursday night, we'll say, and then we did creep two Friday night. 
Yeah. Right? That's how it worked. Yeah. We didn't marathon them. Right. Um, and so rewatching Creep from 2015 or 14, 14. whatever it was, uh, it, it made me realize that, you know, okay, yeah, I, I still enjoy the movie that I had originally seen when it, I think, came out. But I, I, for me, there's just a, there's a lacking of, quality when you see creep two that is not inherent in creep one so before we start doing the comparing and contrasting kind of thing overall yeah i think creep is not that great of a film um it's enjoyable you can watch it i i really like mark duplass and um when we talked about paranormal activity i had said that that was one of my biggest downfalls in terms of uh, why it's not one of the best found footage movies is because it has a star name to it and it's yeah. Mark Duplass. And so when I watched Creep 2, something instantly shifted in my head and I was like, all right, now I really, really enjoy this series and I want to see where they go with the third one. So that will probably come out at some yes. point. Um, so what is give us your uh opinion of creep one because you're you're more fond of it and so for all the creep one fans out there you're they're they're probably going to side with you on this yes so i saw this probably sometime around uh maybe 2019 i don't know like a, a little bit ago and you know it was just one of those things that you're going through netflix and it just kind of sounded interesting and it was short because whenever I go into something that I've never heard of, even though this is like a cult classic, if you will, um, I was interested in it I watched it and I just fell in love with it because I mentioned that in Paranormal Activity, but like I'm pretty unfazed when it comes to horror, like when you get more blood and gutsy, like you get more people like shying away, but like it, it doesn't phase me. Like I, I, you know, especially when it comes to like the supernatural stuff, you know, but this one, it just feels regardless of Mark Duplass. I mean, granted, I didn't know who he was when I first watched it. So that didn't quite apply to me, but it just felt so close to home. Cause I don't know about y'all, but like, Craigslist, very, like, this is really pretty much Craigslist, like, to a T. No offense to those who actually use Craigslist, and like, like for good use. But I have my fair share of stories when it comes to Craigslist, and, uh, you know, scary. Like, really, really scary. And I fell in love with it, and I, was, I watched these back-to-back. I, I remember I did watch these back to back um, because I just enjoyed it so much. And yeah, and just Creep 2 just took what Creep 1 had and flourished it more. It had d a different sort of take, but the same premise, like the same core, and did everything better. So where I like Creep 1, I love Creep 2. And that's where I stand. I think that's just the general consensus among fans. Yeah. 
It, it, this is definitely a Terminator 1, Terminator 2 kind of thing going on here where it's, I would think a lot of people agree that the sequel is far and away superior. However, on that on that kind of comparison, I am much more Terminator 1. I love Terminator 2. We're not talking about that. We've talked about Terminator on the Boner episodes. But this is very much in line with that. Alien, Aliens, The Godfather, The Godfather Part 2, shit like that. Um, I don't know if you know this. Creep 2 has a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I did know that. It is, okay. uh, it is a technically perfectly rated film, um, which is interesting. Because it's uh, only based on 26 reviews. Um, but still 26 people all gave it a perfect score. Yes. And when you go to Creep 1, I think it's like 93. 98. Oh, 98? 98. Let's see what we got here. Creep. Uh, da, 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 90. 90. So it's dropped, and that's 31 reviews, I think. Let me continue without disabling. 31 reviews, yes. And even just among audiences, even though it's lower... Than it the is, 90. It is, yeah. But it's still <laughs> lower on the first one, higher on the second, regardless of the percentages. So, okay, here we go. Um, why I really enjoy Creep 2 is um, it did something that I don't think I've never seen, and I really enjoyed seeing this because it's something that I didn't think you could apply to a serial killer. I have never seen a storyline involving a serial killer who's having a midlife crisis. Yeah. And I find, you know, obviously Creep and Creep 2 are very much, they have a they have a sarcastic, they have a very kind of humorous. Comedy, yeah. satir- not well, meta comedy yeah. to them. They have a They're whole, self-aware. They have a whole uh, undertone of uh, comedy involved in them. And uh, I didn't find Creep 1 at, at all that funny like to me it's not funny it's not if it's trying to be funny it ain't it's not doing it for me um it's it's just very much straight to me creep 2 is hysterically like i didn't laugh out loud but in in my head i was thinking this is actually genuinely funny that he's going through a midlife crisis and what i love about it is is it sets up the whole like kind of trope i guess um even though i don't think it is a trope of okay so i guess he's done with this killing thing like like i guess he's 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 done he's Mm -hmm. he's not gonna do it anymore he's 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 moving on with his life 40 also creep 2 has a fucking female and yeah personally i think she's a better performer than well patrick bryce in the first film who is the director you didn't know that I didn't know that until yeah. We the director of these ago. movies is the guy from the first movie who's the videographer. Yeah, that was new info to me. But I know they wrote. Well, they didn't really write, but they sculpted, molded the character of um, Sarah for that actress, mm-hmm. who I can't recall the name of, mm-hmm. because Patrick Bryce wanted to work with her because reasons like just liking the way she is the way she looks and she nails it i mean like she's very much uh a relatable sort of person like you root for her 
Yeah. You were not rooting for Patrick Bryce. <laughs> well, also, and I like the setup of this one too, that 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 she has a channel, that she she she's already someone that is like out there with her stuff, with her her filming. Yeah. It makes more to me it makes more sense of her finding something like this and getting trapped and like getting lured into the trap. Yeah. Versus Patrick, who just goes on what, Craigslist or something and yeah. finds the finds the that like to me yeah. that's just a little there's not enough meat there. To well, me, they both went on the Craigslist. To, but to me, this is more interesting, the fact that she's a YouTuber, yeah. the fact that she is doing this frequently and she's publicly putting it out there for people to watch and yeah. she's getting nowhere with it. And your gripe with the first one was that you're like, <clears throat> why is he talking to the camera so much? Where like... Who? Pet, the, in the first one, the first creep, in one. I said, why is he talking yeah, to the camera it, so like, much? You said that like your gripe with it was like... He has no reason to be talking to the camera and like because he's a videographer, whatever. So like, why is he talking here? Why are you setting up the camera after the fact? Why are you? But it yes. makes it makes yeah. sense here because she's a vlogger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like some of the stuff that happened in Creep, I was like, the only reason this is even happening is because they like they're making a movie. But in real life, after he had done his thing with... um. Aaron. What's his name in the first movie? Aaron. Aaron. Uh, at, like after he did his thing with Aaron. Uh, oh no, Aaron. Aaron. <clears throat> What's his first name in the movie? Um. Uh, uh, God, I get confused because Aaron was Patrick Bryce's name, and then he took it for Creep Two. And his name's Aaron. Is his name Joseph? Yes, in the first one. Yes, his name is Joseph in the first one. Is it? Yes, I, I swear to God, I it is. Know. It is. It is. Okay. It's Joseph in the first one, then it's Aaron in the second. Okay. Well, now now I got to double check because now I'm just. Oh, I promise you, it is. And now I'm getting Radiohead. Creep. Film series, right there. Movie. Scoopy, it's right there. Here we go. It's Joseph. Uh, da, 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 da. yeah, Joseph J O S E F. Yes. J O S E F. So, anyways, he would have he would have done no filming afterwards. Um, even beforehand, the driving up to the place uh, of of it, it's it's to me, and, and and this is, I've talked a lot about this with people who talk about found fa found footage movies and their favorites that don't line up with my favorites. And one of my big issues with found footage movies is half the time they don't make sense why we're even seeing it because the whole point of found footage is it's footage that's been found and edited into a movie for people to watch. That's the point of found footage. So the people that are making that footage initially, why are they doing it? Yeah. It makes no sense why in Creep 1 he's continuing to film. Now, you could argue, oh, well, he's doing it to, to stay sane. He's doing it to... Because he lives alone. I said because he, he lives alone. He lives alone. But uh, to, to, to me, that's a stretch. That is a big, big, big stretch. In Creep 2... It makes sense. She does this for a living. She is a vlogger by trade. So she can do, so she can go into the bathroom and she can have the camera pointed up at her. And I believe it. And I'm not I'm not questioning why why is this happening? You know? Mm -hmm. Um not to talk a whole lot about it, but because we did talk about paranormal activity not that long ago, we just recently watched the sequel to that, and I love that setup as well. It it, it takes what they did in the first movie and it it ups it and it makes sense because the home gets burglarized and so they need to install security cameras and that makes sense. And half the time, more than not, we're seeing the security camera footage versus them filming handheld. It wasn't burglarized. 
Yes, it was. Their their home in in Paranormal Activity no, Two was, was burglarized. It was the it was the spirit that did it. Yes, but they, they didn't know oh. that. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying that as like a fact, like. They installed Period. the cameras because they thought their home was they burglarized. Thought, oh, I thought you said I thought you were saying that it was a burglary. And and, like, and technically it was burglarized, uh, even if it's a demon. <laughs> it was torn to shreds. <laughs> so <laughs> it makes sense why the security cameras are there and why we're seeing that footage edited into a film. That makes sense to me. Creep doesn't make sense to me a lot of times. Creep two does. Now, having talked about his name. That's another reason why Creep 2 is far and away superior to me because it, it, you know, the whole thing with a sequel is, okay, well, how do we up the ante and deliver what everyone wants to see? Well, they delivered what we wanted to see and they shocked the shit out of me by showing that this dude doesn't, we don't even know what this guy's name is. I, I thought I, I thought I knew this guy's name Yeah. and I go into Creep 2 and I find out I don't know this guy's name. That's great. That's so good. That's that's taking what we know and bumping it up. I think and, they did that in a lot of aspects. But continue what you're saying. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like interject whenever. But like these are things that are coming to my head of why it's so superior. It's these little details. You know, I I so want to have been in that room when they're de- developing the sequel. You know, and they're like, hmm, how can we surprise people? Well, maybe this guy's name isn't even Joseph. And that's like, that's crazy. Because then it's like who. So if his name is Aaron, because the other guy's name was Aaron, if he's if his name was Joseph, then who do you take that from? Yeah, I mean, how long? I mean, yeah. what he's been thirty nine, right? Yeah, thirty nine people he's killed. He said. Yeah. So how long has this been going? What's this guy's real name? Um, also, I, personally, I don't find him at all threatening in the first movie. And that's a, in large part of his physical appearance. In the second movie, the dude has a beard and long hair. Yeah. He's he's you. Instantly yeah. more frightening. He's you. He's instantly more frightening. He looks homeless. He 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 has a more creepy kind of <laughs> Yeah, creepy. He has a more kind of like naturalistic like he's a like he he is more of a wolf. <laughs> in, Beach the, in he is. And it, it to me it just works. Also, oh. this also this movie has some of the longest lasting for a mainstream film, mainstream male frontal nudity I've ever seen. Yeah, and no female nudity. Like that's a never. Yeah. So I like I don't think like that's like crazy to me. Like it's for just a little like not even like a gag. Yeah. But and this you know, movie didn't. This movie didn't hit theaters. It was only released uh, through Netflix, so yeah. it didn't have to worry about, right? You know that kind of thing. Yeah, but that because I guarantee you, me. I guarantee you, if this was released in theaters, it we might have gotten that, but we might have gotten right much quicker. I'm. It being, lingered like, on that it shot, and I was like, wow, okay, all right, cool. Let's flip it and get some uh, it, some some female in here, and we don't. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like I mean, Fifty Shades of Grey, if you will. Like you only see like the t- like barely like his pubic hair. Yeah, like tell me that ain't weird. Yeah, and <laughs> well, you see like all of her. Um, yeah, I'm. I can't name one other movie that does this. This long, I mean, right. you, I mean, you have one hour photo really quickly. The guy getting oh, up at the end. Right. Uh, I mean, Jackass. But usually, I don't count that. I don't count that. Usually they cup it, so you can't really see it. I don't count that. It is interesting to Just me. Just full frontal male nudity, <clears throat> and it's not a like it's not a positive or anything. I'm not critiquing that. No, I'm, I'm just saying it's it's, sho- it's shocking. It is shocking, and it and it benefits the film, I think, because 
you know, the whole reason why he's doing it is so that we can get, you know, past a, a certain boundary. And yeah, it's like, okay, cool. Great. Yep. Why I love creep too. Like one of the reasons, and I'm going off what you said about the way he looks is that something I love about creep too is that, you know, we know this guy's unhinged. We know he is like, we don't know where he is mentally. We know, we barely know where he is physically, mentally, who the fuck knows. And in the first one, you know, you can kind of see him do like what you would imagine a serial killer would do and like put up a front. But, you know, just luring you in with trust and then, but something's not right. Like something's a little uncanny. Mm -hmm. But this one, Creep 2, is just fully unhinged. And you really don't know what the hell is going to happen. And I so, 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 so love movies that can somehow psychologically warp the audience into rooting for the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, even though you know it's wrong, even though, like, you know everything he's done, like, there's maybe even a sliver, I know at least with me, and I'm sure with the y'all who've seen it, but I was, like, rooting for them. Like, you know, in the way that, you know, in the scenes where she would, like, try and comfort him or, like, when, like, they kiss toward the end. It's, like, maybe, like, he felt, like, maybe what he needed was love and he never got that. Or, like, he never had a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever the hell he's into. Who knows? You know? He's a lonely guy. We only know that he has a sister, maybe, from the first movie, who's only heard from once. We don't know what goes on. And that's the thing. We all don't we don't know what's going on with this guy. Maybe he just needed some love. And then, you know, fast forward a couple scenes later and it's like, all right, double suicides. But like in the moment it's like, wow, this like good for him. You yeah. know? Good <laughs> for him. Like you want to see him. You want to for a movie to want you to see a serial killer, like, have a redemption arc yeah, is <laughs> baffling and smart. Uh, something that I really want to talk about that I think is, especially after we had watched uh, Safety Not Guaranteed, is, and, I, and I'm pretty sure this is why it happened, the opening of the movie is actually really, because Creep 1... I'm sorry I keep referring to it as that, but I feel like if I just say creep, some people could get lost. Yeah. So if I say creep one, then we're all on the same page. Creep one doesn't necessarily, like, it just opens and it's, that's the movie. It just, the movie starts, right? Right. Creep two has sort of a scream like opening where something happens that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. It just kind of starts the movie nicely. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it also really sets up like, okay, this guy has been going on and on. And at this point, when the movie opens, you don't know how long he's been going on for, mm-hmm. right? And it's the actor from Safety Not Guaranteed who plays, um, I forget his name now, but uh, he plays the, I think, the Indian uh, helper yeah. for the assignment. Yeah. And Mark Duplass is in Safety Not Guaranteed as well. So that's cool. So he probably called him up and he was like, hey, man, uh, wouldn't it be funny for all the people who enjoyed that movie if you're in this movie and I sl- like slice your throat? Yeah. Um, 
but it's so cool because, you know, I know where it's going. Like, obviously, I know that when the door doorbell rings or he knocks on the door and the guy goes over and opens the door, I know that's going to be Mark Duplass coming in. Right. Like, I called that. Um, but, I like, I love how he kind of is toying with this guy and then the guy gets up to go get like drinks or something and then he like smiles at the camera and everything yeah and he winks it's so good and then he fixes the camera to and then like it's just i I don't know i love when he slices his throat and he's like god damn it (laughs) And, and i like when he does it too because if you watch mark duplass when he slices his throat he doesn't he doesn't do it because even though he's been killing people for a long time he still does it and he, and like he looks away and like he he fl- like he, he almost flinches it looks like like he's yeah. he's very half-assing this kind of thing like he doesn't yeah. know how he's going to kill the guy until yeah. he, he he just does it yeah well he said like he feels like well that that was like his reasoning that's why he sighs it's cuz he feels like killing is like a job now and he's like god i'm so sick of this job like he feels like obligated to do it remember yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it's like it, that ties into the whole midlife life crisis thing. It's like, and it's just so rare. This movie does so many rare things where it's like, okay, give the serial killer a midlife crisis. Okay. But then give him like a glimpse at the inner uh, machinations of his mind and. Have him talk about, like, man, you know, killing's hard, man. Like, you know, you get, like, your killer backstories and slashers where it's like, uh, mom bad or, uh, bad childhood. But this guy's really just like, yeah, I, I, I just like killing. But, you know, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to... I don't know why Netflix is acting up. Hello, Netflix. Thank you. But it's just so funny. Like, the way they portray this serial killer is so different than any other portrayal I've ever seen. And I do like how he's... So we're we're playing the uh, opening here. Like, I do like how, you know, it's... It's not perfectly centered, um, you know, because we don't even know what this is, like this box or whatever. That... It's, a, it's a toy wolf. It's the baby wolf. Uh, okay. But it's like... the camera hiding in the stomach of the, or the eye or something of the baby wolf. Yeah. And I like how he's clean shaven here. And then when we see him again, he has the full beard and long hair. So it's yeah. like they're toying with time and yeah. and everything in here. And I... And... And I guarantee you, this whole scene is improvised. Oh, absolutely. Good, man. Good. No, no. Um, Most of the movie was. I would, I would love one. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Yeah, I think Just I about did. all of. I think the whole screenplay was like five pages or something. It's crazy, Dave. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Hello. Serious? What's going on with me? 
God damn, you're awesome. I mean, here you are dealing with this potential stalker situation and you're concerned with me and my feelings. Mm -hmm. Fucking love you, man. Oh. Cheers. Cheers. This is great, isn't it? <laughs> Two guys just hanging out, throwing back a couple of cold ones. Really wish I didn't have to say what I have to say to you tonight. <coughs> oh, what's that? I'm worried about us. <laughs> oh, uh, you are? Aren't you? Uh, us, we're good. We're friends. We we hang out sometimes. We're. <laughs> Come on, Dave. You and I both know there's a lot more at stake than that. Okay. Meeting at the same coffee shop on the same Tuesday morning, reading the same exact edition of Infinite Jests. Hmm. I mean, if that wasn't kismet, if we weren't meant to be best friends or soulmates, I mean, starting out so hot and heavy like that, and then we turn into this. Well, it's disappointing. And I can't help but think if we... If we aren't headed for greatness, then maybe we just... end it right here. Tonight. Okay, I don't think that's necessary. Dave, if I ask you a question, would you answer me honestly? Yeah, of course. Don't play the whole movie, goddamn. You ever no, think no. about how... But I want him to slice his throat. We you're met really, right around the same time you really received your ahead. first DVD in the mail. You're like a couple minutes ahead. You just thought about it, didn't you? I did. Dave, you just thought about it. I did, I swear. Dave, listen to me. It's okay, okay? Everything that's about to happen to you here tonight is okay, and it's not your fault. You understand me? No, I don't Okay, now listen. There's a camera inside of this wolf, okay? Now, I've been filming you in some way, shape, or form since the day we met. This is Baby Peach Fuzz. Say hi. I was going to hey, record our entire relationship and commemorate it with a beautiful 80-minute film. And you deserve that. You deserve it because you're a beautiful person. And I want to give that to you so bad, but... Both of them. I can't. Because ever since I turned 40, I don't know what's happening to me, Dave. I just... I've lost my inspiration. I have no joy in my work. I don't even know if I can do this anymore. God damn it. <laughs> I just love the God damn it. It, it, to, it to, uh, it's, it's such a, like, this is a good little tiny mini short film right here in and of itself, and then it could just cut, and then it's just like, wow. Okay, yeah. all right. Obviously, it wouldn't have a whole lot of substance to it, but just this opening right here, it, I like that they opened it very much scream style, you know, with like yeah. a, like a random killing that we don't see, you know, yeah. ever again or or hear too much about. Um, th like it's not the main focus of the film, right? But uh, and I do like, I I like Mark Duplass because seeing him from Safety Not Guaranteed, where he's this sweet, you know, very sincere kind of guy, and then him here. He's so jokey and sarcastic, and I like anytime he talks, I'm just thinking to myself, "God, man, oh you, oh you, such a bullshitter! <laughs> like he's such a bullshitter." Couple 
dude's throwing back a couple cold ones. <laughs> like, oh, dude, come on, man. Like, he wants this, like, ideal life, and then he gets it in the beginning, and then, you know, like, like anything in life, like any kind of, because I've had so many friendships that just, you know, start off, like he said, hot, heavy, like, like you're hanging out all the time, and then they, they simmer. Yeah. Like, that's how it works. And unlike he's him, unable to, them. yeah, he's unable to accept that much. Um, what I'm interested in, and I unfortunately think that it's going to happen to Creep 3, is I, 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 I think Creep 3 is going to suffer from the trilogy uh, blues that happened to a lot of trilogies. I think Creep 3 is going to be a downfall. I think it's going to be a, a, a step down from Creep 2. I think they were toying on a prequel, like saying why he is the way he is. And that's interesting. Um, they better do it quick because Mark Duplass is aging <laughs> and he has to look younger than I would assume creep one. Yeah. So that's in, that's weird, but then they could do the de-aging thing, but this is low budget stuff. So I don't know how that works. I don't know how I would feel about a creep three being a prequel. Maybe if it's sort of like how PA two was where it's like prequel sequel yeah. in, in the same movie. Yeah. Uh, show me a little backstory and then let's get right into you know, however you want to wrap this whole trilogy up. Right. Uh, but I do think it's, uh, it's, I mean, I don't know. They could, they could blow our minds away and they could be the rare third film that's as equally great or greater than the two previous films. Um, or in my case, the previous film. Uh, but Creep 3, like, I, I kind of don't want them to make a Creep 3. I kind of oh, want I them really to don't. just leave it alone. However, unfortunately, they really do end this movie on a, oh, okay, you need to give me some answers here because I'm I'm pretty sure I just watched both of you get slaughtered and yet somehow both of you are still walking. Well, you saw her, like, faking. Well... I saw him, I thought he was killing her behind a tree and then I, and then I thought I saw him killing himself, stabbing himself. Which I don't no, know no, if that's no, like no, life-threatening no, 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 injuries no, no. that you can no, no, sustain. No. no, what happened was, I don't quite understand how she got out. Maybe just by sheer adrenaline. Maybe he didn't hit anything vital. We don't. Well, we didn't. Again, it's the whole thing of we didn't see it, so we don't know what happened. Maybe she was shielding. I don't know. But whatever it is, we saw him. Whatever it was, she was faking it, faking her death. So he dragged her into the grave. And then remember, he crawled up to the camera to say, oh, my God, I loved you. Yeah. You know, like, you were my favorite. And I'm so happy that blah, 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 blah. And remember, she sneaks out of the grave. Yeah. And Wax him upside the head. With a shell. He didn't stab himself. She yes, got. he did prior to it when he kills himself. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you meant like this motherfucker is inflicting serious oh. wounds on himself oh, with a yeah. knife. <laughs> oh yeah, in the abdomen. Yeah, but nothing like in the heart, like or in the head. So arguably, but you know, I mean, I guess they could have. He could have stabbed her in the same place. Who knows? Adrenaline. But you know, she whacks him. How she got back out there. I'm more curious about him actually. That's what I'm saying. But. It, very, it ends very much Silence of the Lambs style. And that's, like, fascinating. Almost exactly, too. 
just save for the very ending when she catches his gaze. Yeah. I don't know. I um, What's your favorite scene in this movie? My favorite scene is the bathtub scene. The bathtub scene. To me, that's just him at his uber-y creepiest. He's, and I feel like, again, I feel like that whole thing is made up on the spot or there's a little bit of yeah. helping along the way, but I was just invested in his story about, you know, this guy Sarah who... Sarah loves her juicy fruit. Huh? Sarah loves her juicy fruit. Or something. I think it's like that. Oh, I don't. That's I, the song. I don't That's remember. the song that he was listening to. You put that song back on. You put that song back on right now. That is my favorite song, and I need to listen to it. Yeah, like I just love how it's like, but I love how she's subverting his. That's like the whole part and point of this movie is that you know he's. I think it's what's throwing him off. Yeah, he's, equally, as he's trying. Us off. He's he's gotten so used to doing his shtick and everyone falling for it and now he's found his match mm-hmm. right yeah he is weird. very much frankenstein's monster and mm-hmm. she is very much the bride of frankenstein mm-hmm. right yeah and in, in, in a weird kind of way yeah so uh i think again i have a lot but a scene like a culmination of scenes that stand out to me are um, when he's like, you know, I'm ready to die. Like, I think like this is it. This is the, your beautiful end. Your beautiful documentary. This is it. And and he's like, you're gonna do it. Like, wouldn't that be a twist? You killing me after I've killed so many. Yeah. And you know, it starts by like her like setting up to chop his head off and he's like this would be great woo game on and like when she can't do it it's like uh alright that's fine that's fine I'm gonna hang myself now like, I, it's just it's funny like it's so bad to say but it's funny like or like it's fine it's fine it's just the way he is, where it's like he's just so like game on, like I don't know, it's the darkest sort of thing to laugh at, but and arguably, I think like her like freaking out, saying like why would you do that? Fuck you! It's like it's funny to me because it's like it's irony in that she could have stopped the ending of this movie, but. You know, it's revealed that she doesn't believe him, that this is all a shtick, and it's irony. It's it's smart. It's so smart, the way that everything plays out. It's, ah, oh, it's so smart. <laughs> um, another one of my favorite scenes is, like, any time where you get, like, because I believe he's bipolar, and... Times when he's like, um, not completely manic, but like when he was laying on the dirt, and after she found him, she's like, "What are you doing?" And he was just like upset, and he reached out and to like hold her hand, and he's like, "Don't ever leave me," because it's like that's like human, like. 
serial killers are human, like physically, no matter like how much we like don't believe so, and it's hard to believe so, but it's like he's a real guy. Like in the way he's like rubbing her hand with his thumb. It's like you feel bad. You know he's killed thirty nine people and you feel bad. Yeah. Oh my god. He really just wants somebody to not leave him. Yeah. And it's sad. And it's smart and it's sad and I don't err. Yeah, there's just so many things. There are so many things that I love. Like, because, you know, why we love horror movies is because we can, like, we can sit back. Like, we sit back and watch the horror that we're not a part of. And, you know, with, like, slashers, it's like, haha, you... Like, of course, like, you guys having sex are going to die for the first or second people. Oh, you uh, being the nerd is going to die soon. Or, like, you know, the very cliche slasher things. Where it's like, oh, all right, haha, you're going to die. Ha. Like, and it's kind of fucked up how we, like, enjoy watching that kind of stuff. But this one, this one is different. This one is different because it, it feels like like when you're watching Scream or when you're watching like Texas Chainsaw or something of the effect and you're watching back and you could just laugh because it's like you're not there. It almost, you feel like, I feel like guilt almost watching this. Like I feel like I am there. Like I don't feel like I'm just kicking back. I feel like I'm there. Like I feel like somehow... Maybe if that's, like, the YouTuber vlogger who, you know, sort of immerses you. Like, their whole point is to bring you along for the ride. And, man, what a wild ride. And it's just so captivating. And so you just leave this movie with, a like, a your stomach, like, like, your throat and your gut. And, man... And it's just so different. I will say, uh, to me, the only thing that bothers me about these movies is I'm, especially now that we're on two and I'm getting into three and seeing, you know, if that's whether in following the the events of two or whatever. But either way, I, I to me, I'm a little un... Like, they haven't sold me entirely on how no one's caught on to this guy yet. Um. Well... Like in today's day and age, today, okay. good luck killing one person, let alone 39, and getting away with it. No, oh, I understand. But we have to remember that, again, it's the, so. Because this is set in modern, uh, obviously, modern times. This is correct. Right? But so. we know, and it's, it just goes to show, it's smart is just a good word for this movie because the movie knows what it's doing. They know what they're doing. And we can only assume what he's doing outside of the realm of what they show us. Like we, he's probably living off the grid. I mean, like he, we know, we don't know anything about him. We don't know a single goddamn thing about him. We know, we don't know his name. We don't know where he lives. Like, 
because his place of residency keeps changing from different like rentals. And we don't know this house in the second one. We know the first one was a rental. Um, the packages he sent, there are no return address. Um, we don't know how he's contacting people, like whether it's like some like posting these Craigslist ads. We don't know where he's posting them from, but we know that whatever he does, because like psychopaths just work that way, he's covering his tracks and he knows how to do it. He knows how to not get his fingerprints on anything, how to go unseen. I can almost guarantee you he like probably even faked his own death probably to like everybody close that he's been with because that's probably how his brain worked. Everybody thinks he's dead and he's living off the grid. Well, something I I would like to see explored a little more that I thought was going to be explored in two, but wasn't was from the first movie when his sister calls. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's up with that? No, I, I don't know. Like, uh, that, that kind of throws me off a little bit too. But that makes me think that the second one, because we could clearly see that time has passed, that something happened. I don't know. Because, like, nobody knows this guy. Nobody knows this guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... And I guess that's also what makes it scary, is that we could clearly see him. Everybody could see him, but we don't... We don't know what we're looking at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's very much... Uh, An anomaly. He just blends in. Yeah, but, yeah, it, it, it's it's interesting for sure. It's it's just a little grape. It's not so detrimental to my viewing experience where I'm like, I can't enjoy this because this doesn't just add up to me. How is no one catching on to this guy? It's just in the back of my head. It's like, how's he getting this lucky? Yeah, you know. In the digital age, I can understand. Yeah, like back in the day, I mean, fuck, you could kidnap Frank Sinatra Jr. and get away <laughs> with it, but like nowadays, you take a piss in the wrong place and someone's gonna catch you. So I should watch myself. But I just feel like he, he, I believe that unlike, you know, your uh, Michael Myers and your whatever, like he's not stupid to leave a trail behind. Oh, well, I mean, those, I mean, we're on two different levels when we're talking about that stuff. That's supernatural. That's well, like, well, uh, okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. Give me, like, like a, a Billy Lupus, 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 whatever. What are you talking about? Scream. Oh. Like that's a person. That's a human person. How about this? Let's do let's do classic Norman Bates because this is very right. much Norman Batesy feel. Okay. Right. Yeah. No? Yeah. Yeah. Or is that too yeah. old? Yeah. Do you mean a? If anything, I'd say more of a Patrick Bateman. Okay, yeah, Patrick Bateman. Just yeah, less he, yeah, sexual. But he, yeah, but he gets caught in that movie. Like at the end yeah. of the movie, he gets caught because Willem Dafoe is onto him. <laughs> okay, well that's a theory. That's a theory. Some people don't believe that. Or like I don't know if he gets caught because I haven't seen the movie in a while, but I do remember that he he has Willem Dafoe's character is on to him. Oh right, right. Like that's what I think is missing in this movie. Like someone that is on to that character, but. Whatever. It's not, uh, it's not like if they make a third movie and it's following the events of Creep 2, 
I think at that point, something like this needs to happen where someone's on to someone. Well, with Patrick Bateman, you know, he's a part of a company. He has a name. He, you know, he he's living a high life. Yeah. And if anything, if there was somebody on to Aaron, Joseph, whoever the fuck, I would find that hard to believe because you can't be on to somebody you can't trace. Because it's like, what lead do we have? But everyone's traceable. And if you're living off the grid. I mean, we found Osama bin Laden. Everyone's traceable. Okay. But, <laughs> sure. But I was there. Right. Yeah, yes, of course. <laughs> I was the guy who took him out. Right. Okay? Right, yes. So everyone is traceable. But I'm just saying, I, I think I would find that hard to believe. I, like, I don't know. Because as soon, I would believe that as soon as, like, I you would argue, you would argue that, like, okay, if the police found old Aaron's tapes or Sarah's tapes or whatever, then by the time they even got close to finding him, he's already gone. Yeah, he's gone, but I mean. So it's like, and he's probably changed his look, like he grew the beard. But let's look at this guy that he just killed in the opening of this movie. He has friends, he has a family, like they're going to find out he, like like something's going to happen just from this encounter right here and this is just one of 39. Yeah, I mean they could be looking for him, but it's like they don't know who they're looking for is what I'm saying. Yeah, but so. I mean if you've seen any true crime documentary investigation, ID network, whatever, I like I see too, way too much of that shit. But if you watch that, you always leave behind some kind of thing that you don't think about. Like, I guarantee you he left behind something that he didn't think to Maybe. clean up or... I don't know. I think he's very articulate. But like, I think because they want to wrap the trilogy up and I would... Like, I don't know what their plans are to wrap it up, but if it's going to follow Creep 2, then... I feel like it's, he's going to die. Well, yeah. Okay. Sure. He'll die. How he dies, no one knows, but... Like, I don't think he'll get caught. I just think he's going to die. Well, I'd like... I would like for some realism and I can't be the only person thinking this is how is no one on to this fucker at this point? We need to have someone on to him, whether or not it's a major plot point, whether or not it's a major plot point, it doesn't have to be. It could be him on Google scrolling. Right. And, 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 and like a, a story pops up because he has to be, I, I would imagine he has to be doing this in a sort of area. I don't believe he's traveling the country doing this. I don't know. I don't believe that. I believe he's doing this in in an area. Now, an an area could be multiple states, but I don't think he's going from California over to New York, down to Florida, into Texas, up to Arizona. Like, I don't think he's doing that. Because what's his job? Like, how does he have money? Like, but this is the stuff you get into where it's like, yeah, he's so ambiguous that you start giving me, like, doubts and issues on on how this is even feasible, right? So it's like. The, the ambiguity is a is is a big pro, but it's also a big con because it's like you're setting this in the real world. It has real world feel to it. It's found footage for Christ's sake, which adds to the realness. So you need to give me some kind of like credentials here. You need to give me something that I can work with. Maybe we'll explain it. Not that he's untraceable. Okay. He, he's the first human that's ever been untraceable. Okay. That doesn't work for me. He's not Michael Myers. He's not supernatural. He's not Freddy Krueger. He doesn't haunt your dreams. He's a human. He just kills people. 
And if in the third film and follows Creep Three, we're not getting into the the repercussions of his killing on a legal level to some kind of degree. It doesn't have to be the focus of the movie. It doesn't have to be American Psycho, but something needs to be mentioned. Otherwise, that's really going to affect my viewing of Creep Three. Understandable. Have a good day. All right. On that note, guys, we're going to end the podcast because Haley is done. I can sense it. So thank you guys for listening. It's been a pleasure. Um, If you don't hear from me after this podcast, please know Haley literally pulled what Mark Duplass did in the film and she's probably murdered me. So uh, trace her because she is traceable. Everyone's traceable. Her name's Haley Costell. Mm -hmm. And that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. But you can find her on Instagram. She'll forget to delete that. So she'll leave a trail as well. Okay. So in the meantime, uh, keep being creeps. We're going to... Keep being creeps. We're going we're gonna to end it with uh, the only song that I know how to end it with, which is Radiohead. But I'm a creep